Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Welcome in to NBA Pulse, a production of iHeartRadio and the NBA. I'm Sarah Kustak, NBA analyst for the Yes Network. Today is Monday, January 23rd, and from our incredible core group of NBA journalists, we are joined by senior writer for NBA.com, Mark Medina. Uh, Mark, I'm excited to have you with us. we got a lot to get into. We're going to talk about some of your picks and selections for the All-Star Starters, which is revealed by TNT this Thursday. Also a big game tonight on NBA TV as we've got the number two, number three teams in the West, the Grizzlies and the Kings playing one another. But first, let's talk about Anthony Davis. The Lakers are are coming off of a win last night against Portland. They've won three of their last four. I know there's a lot of tracking on LeBron did not play, but um, as he continues to inch closer to passing Kareem. um, But overall for the Lakers, I mean, this is really interesting. Anthony Davis, he's played in 25 games. Um, He's missed 19 games with that foot injury. But in the West, they're sitting in 12th, but they're just one game back of three teams that are tied for 10th. Three games separate five through thirteen. Um, so in many cases, there's there's things to be optimistic for if you think about when uh, Anthony Davis comes back, what impact he could make. So what can you tell us about where he's at with the timeline of a potential return? Yeah, well, Sarah, always good chatting hoops with you. Uh, you know, with the the caveats with both the Lakers and Anthony Davis that everything can always be fluid for better and for worse this season. There has been some sliver of optimism. Uh, you know, from people around Anthony Davis as well as the Lakers about his recovery. Uh, you know, I've been told that the most likely scenario is that Anthony Davis is going to return and play for the Lakers for their game Saturday in Boston against the Boston Celtics. But there is a window that maybe he returns even earlier than that. The Lakers have a home stand, a back-to-back against the Clippers on Tuesday, followed by a game against the San Antonio Spurs on Wednesday. But I think if you connect the dots of Anthony Davis's progress as well as just the Lakers' calendar, 
it seems more likely that he's going to return against Boston on Saturday. And here's why. Anthony Davis last Saturday was able to do uh, a contact scrimmage with some of the team's, you know, low minute players. Uh, they didn't have a formal practice, but for the guys that, you know, aren't in the rotation, they got up and down. That was his first contact practice. Before last week, he did a non-contact practice with the group. And before that, it was just all individual workouts, 30, 45 minutes to an hour of running, jumping, conditioning type drills. Um, so this week, the hope is for him to be in a full contact setting with the team. But when you look at the Lakers calendar, when can they get a full practice? And they don't have a practice today because they're coming off of their uh, short trip in Portland. They have that back-to-back Tuesday and Wednesday. And as you know, Sarah, most NBA teams don't have practices after uh, a back-to-back. So pencil that out Thursday. They'll probably have a full travel day Friday. But when I've talked with Lakers coach Darvin Ham this past week, he suggested that maybe they have some practices during their shoot-around availability. So with all that, expect a Saturday return against Boston, but never know. Maybe it might be earlier. Yeah, in that all, I mean, you look at the context of the season where we're at, the Lakers 47 games in, so just a a little bit over that halfway point. And it talked about how bunched up the Western Conference is, especially when you look at the middle ground. What do you think with the return um, of Anthony Davis and how the team has been playing collectively as of late? What do you think their playoff chances are? Well, it obviously improves significantly, but I think it's all within context that whether Anthony Davis has been in the lineup or not, the Lakers have been a team that have had a scratch and claw for every single game. So while they've certainly been playing a lot better than at the beginning of the season when they lost 10 of their 12 games, uh, predicting their success is almost as a fool's errand of predicting the stock market. Some days it goes up, some days it goes down. And so lately... You know, the Lakers have been able to close out some really competitive games against the Memphis Grizzlies and the Portland Trailblazers. Toscano Anderson double team stripped him, stolen. Schroeder on the steal, drives inside and puts it in. The Lakers take the lead. But keep in mind, shortly before that, they had some very competitive games against the Dallas Mavericks, the Philadelphia 76ers, and the Sacramento Kings, all of which were determined by a combined 10 points. And they lost all those games with just, you know, guys not making uh, good decisions in crunch time, the other team playing really well. And so pre-injury, Anthony Davis was playing his best basketball and certainly would have gotten some all-star consideration. But I think in fairness, the Lakers were also losing a lot of games with him in, in the lineup. So while there is a recipe for them to climb up in the standings, especially because of the short separation within other teams in the Western Conference, there is also a scenario where, you know, this might be the theme throughout the rest of the regular season where uh, you just might not know what their playoff or playing tournament chances are until the last game of the season. Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch. Um, obviously, that's the the fascinating, interesting part of, of why they play the games. And you teed us up. Uh, all-star consideration, all-star votes. Uh, yours are in. Yours are in yet? Yours are about to be in? Uh, you can fill us in. <laughs> Revealed on TNT this Thursday, the All-Star starters. Um, but can can you tell us what your ballot looked like for the East and the West for the starters? Yeah, of course. Uh, thankfully, I submitted my ballot on time. Shout out to NBA's Mark Broussard, who does a great job of making sure that 
that uh, we're not late and I, I never want to add to a stress. So I made the deadline. Can't imagine how challenging. I do not have a vote. Um, so I, I like to, to listen to what people have to say and what I think I would do. But I know when you're actually writing those in, um, it's difficult decisions. Yeah, well, look, it was very challenging, as it is almost every single season. But um, I feel uh, firm in my decisions here, starting with the Eastern Conference. I chose Donovan Mitchell and Jalen Brown as the the starting backcourt. I think with Donovan Mitchell, I mean, his impact on what he's made with the Cleveland Cavaliers has been night and day. Mitchell for three. Oh, Unbelievable. I don't know. And I think that even with his success in Utah, uh, his first five seasons in the NBA, he's been a much more improved version of on every end of the floor, scoring, defense, playmaking, being a leader, check all the boxes. Jalen Brown, he's on pace to post career highs in scoring. And he, I think, you know, compared to last season, at least the first half of last season, He's really uh, known how to uh, develop that balance with uh, complimenting Jason Tatum, but also gain his own numbers. Uh, I'm sure that there would be a lot of people, maybe including yourself, that think Kyrie Irving deserves credit. Sure, he's played really good basketball, and he's a pretty significant reason why the Nets have been on a tear lately. But I would also argue he deserves some scrutiny of why the Nets uh, got off to that poor start because it partly had to do with uh, his lack of availability. Um, but I think it had more to do with my votes of just how well Jalen Brown and Donovan Mitchell have played when it comes to the front court, you know, it was a lot of tough decisions because you have a lot of guys like Kevin Durant, honest, Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum, and you can only choose three of them. I kind of took the easy way out, but I think it was justified. I didn't cho- choose Kevin Durant, and you can uh, argue with me here because you have a window into him. But Wow. I, wow, I think, Mark. I think it just has to do with the fact that he's injured and he might not be back in time for All-Star anyway. That's my cop-out, but if it was all things equal, I don't know what I would have done because it would have it would have been really hard for me to not include Jason Tatum. Tatum for the t- Oh, man. That is straight butter. I mean, he has been even a more of improved version of himself than last year, and the Boston Celtics are at the top of the East. Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, he's been able to keep the Milwaukee Bucks still at the top of the East, even with all these overlapping injuries with Chris Middleton, Joel Embiid. Embiid from way outside. Count it! A new season high! Uh, he's been a much improved version of last season where he's built off of what he showed last season with his usual scoring dominance uh, and his defense, but he's been an improved playmaker and he's been more durable. But I know Kevin Durant, he's been a model of consistency and he's Kevin Durant, but that's my only out that, hey, he's injured. Maybe that makes it easier. That's tough. Yeah. I mean, he playing at an MVP level. Okay. What about the Western Conference? Well, the Western Conference was hard, but it was relatively easier. Uh, the backcourt was a little bit more difficult. Uh, there was a shoe-in vote with Luka Doncic because it's Luka Doncic. He's been carrying the Dallas Mavericks, and you remove him from the team. Would the Mavericks be, would be even in the playoff picture? But the other backcourt member was more difficult because I'm choosing between John Morant or Steph Curry. Yeah. I wound up choosing Steph Curry. Okay. Um. I love John Moran. Obviously, the Grizzlies are where they are, second in the West. 
But I think when you're looking at the number comparisons, even with the fact that, hey, Steph Curry missed 11 games with his shoulder injury, from a statistical standpoint, Steph Curry has outperformed John Morant with his scoring average, his field goal percentage, his outside shooting. Here's Curry for the record. It's good! There it is! Stephen Curry! The all-time three-point king in the NBA! And while I think that there's a lot of arguments to be made, you want to reward players on winning teams, I think in Steph Curry's case, the Warriors' inconsistency has nothing to do with him. It's a, It's been a lot to do with... Um, you know, Clay Thompson trying to round into form, that tug pool of how much you lean on the young guys. Steph Curry, when he's been on the court, has been a model of consistent brilliance. So that's where I gave him the nod. And then as far as the front court, there were two shoe-ins. Nikola Jokic, LeBron James. I mean, Nikola Jokic is playing as he was his past two MVP seasons. And the Denver Nuggets are at the top of the Western Conference. LeBron James, for all the Lakers' struggles, uh, they would not be in the play-in or playoff picture at all if LeBron James wasn't playing at his absolute peak at 38 years old in his 20th NBA season. And I think surpassing expectations on when he would eclipse Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on the all-time scoring list. Now, that third candidate, that was really tough. I was going between Laurie Markin with the Utah Jazz or DeMontis Sabonis with the Sacramento Kings. And I did want to reward Sabonis. He's playing really well. The Kings are at the top of the Western Conference. But I took the nod to Laurie Marketing for two reasons. He's on pace to post career highs. And I think he's one of the early favorites for most improved player. Here's Marketing. Drives paint. Oh! Oh, Marketing with a flex as he went over Buzovic. But I think if you removed him from the Utah Jazz, they wouldn't even be talked about it as a team that would have playoff or playing tournament chances. I think that they were a team that was expected to be in rebuilding mode. And maybe that happens if they make some trades before the trade deadline. But as of now, the Utah Jazz are in that picture, and that has a lot to do with Laurie Markadon's uh, really stellar play. Yeah, he's found his fit. And as you mentioned, I know these are a lot of challenging uh, decisions. going to be fun to watch. As I mentioned, uh, these All-Star starters are revealed on TNT this Thursday, and, and two of those teams that you jilted their stars and did not vote them into the all-star starting lineups, uh, the Sacramento Kings and Memphis Grizzlies, they play tonight on NBA TV. We're going to take a break and talk about that matchup next. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6 the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. 
Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Welcome back to NBA Pulse. Sarah Kustak joined by Mark Medina. And uh, Mark, we got a good one on tap tonight here on NBA TV is the number two Memphis Grizzlies take on the number three Sacramento Kings. Uh, Memphis, of course, a little bit more ahead of the pack. They are just a game and a half behind first place Denver, uh, four and a half of head, four and a half ahead of the third place Sacramento Kings. And Sacramento, though, is surprising a lot of teams where they've sat, how they've been playing. Both of these teams looking to get back on the on the winning track. Memphis has lost two straight at uh, both Phoenix and Los Angeles Lakers, but they had won eleven straight prior to that. Meanwhile, Sacramento just dropped a game to the 76ers. They had won six straight. Uh, this is offense against defense. Sacramento, the number two rated offense in the league against the number one rated defense in the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, what jumps out to you about what you are looking for in this one? Yeah, it's just going to be highlights galore. Let's let's get our popcorn up popping early here because I think with, <laughs> with the Memphis Grizzlies, uh, you know, they lost two in a row. But before that, they had an NBA best record, 11 wins. And it had a lot to do with, you know, obviously John Morant's highlight reel dunks, but just his aggressiveness with attacking the basket. But you muscle that with Desmond Bain's return. He's, uh, you know, I think someone that, you know, Lakers coach Darvin Ham the other day was saying that he's one of the most underrated players in the league with just how he uses his size and positional versatility to be an offensive-defensive threat. Steven Adams, he's an amazing veteran and someone that, 
Darvin Ham, as well as Memphis Grizzlies teammates, have said he's the best rebounder and best screener in the league. Jaron Jackson Jr., he's a guy that is, I think, at the top of the leaderboard for Defensive Player of the Year. So they have a really good mix of young players, veteran players, offensive, defensive brilliance. But this is going to be a heavy test against the Sacramento Kings because, ironically, a Mike Brown team is usually known for its defense, but this season with this team, they're known for their high-powered offense with DeMontis Saponis and De'Aaron Fox. And maybe I'm talking both sides out of my mouth here because I excluded DeMontis Sabonis as a starter. But I think that you can make an argument from a tandem standpoint with DeMontis Sabonis and De'Aaron Fox that they're the second best tandem in the NBA this season behind Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown because of that amazing chemistry that Fox and Sabonis have with basically everything. They can run, pick, and roll. They have the two-man game in the post. Sometimes Sabonis plays off the ball or or he plays at the elbow or the nail as a playmaker. Uh, There's a lot of different options that they've tapped into with uh, having their offense revolve around those two players. So should be a lot of fun, and I'll certainly tune in. Yeah, and you said highlight plays. I mean, both of these teams love to play fast. I think you look at Sacramento, um, learned a lot more about Memphis and just what they've done in the postseason, in particular the last few years. But Sacramento, as I said, opened up a lot of eyes. You mentioned the bonus with the trade of him coming over um, from Indiana. What you know, Harrison Barnes has brought to the table. Kevin Herter, of course, coming in, shoot a lot of three-point shots. They share the ball really well. Keegan Murray has been a um, big impact rookie for them. But De'Aaron Fox, how have you seen him grow throughout the course of the last few seasons, and in particular, what he's doing this year for this group? You know, I think with De'Aaron Fox, one, he's been a lot healthier. But two, um, I, I think that his play really complements the bonus well and really justifies the Kings, you know, tough decision last season to deal Tyrese Halliburton to the Indiana Pacers. As he's done amazing with Indiana, but it's been a win-win trade, partly because this has really opened up uh, De'Aaron Fox's capability of having the ball in his hands. That's what he does best. Here's Fox getting downhill, stopping on the dime. Oh, in and out. That was sick from De'Aaron Fox. But I think the the really good thing is that he complements Sabonis really well, where they have this instant chemistry because Sabonis is just a very intelligent player, a very unselfish player. And so that yin and yang really complements each other well. It is apples and oranges, different kind of players, but just the philosophy of how and why they have such great chemistry. Five, finding Sabonis. Go my kind of reminds me of how Kobe Bryant and Pau Gasol used to be with the Los Angeles Lakers, where they have two different kinds of personalities, two different types of games. uh, And because of that, it's almost this element of opposites attract, where, uh, you know, you don't have egos clashing, you don't have styles of play clashing. They are able to do what they do best, partly because the other player does things that makes life easier for the other player. Yeah, it's absolutely been fun to watch. And and you mentioned Mike Brown. I think important uh, to note just the job he's done with this group certainly will be in the discussion for Coach of the Year candidate. Uh, Again, Grizzlies, Kings, tonight, NBA TV. Mark Medina, you are wonderful. We appreciate all your time and your insight. And I know we're going to talk to you again soon. Sarah, you're wonderful. You're quite a gamer calling all these games, flying <laughs> cross country, doing the podcast, like getting ready for another, the glamorous another life. game. I don't, the glamorous I don't life. How, I don't know how you do it. You're not on a load management pro- uh, program. You're grinding for all 82.
No, because I, I don't have to get my hair fixed and put on makeup for these things. So this is great. Mark, we appreciate you. Mark Medina with us. And of course, on Wednesday, Sean Powell returns as we go through the Eastern Conference. NBA Pulse with Sarah Kustak is a production of the NBA and iHeartRadio. Please rate, review, and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.